became very aware of what it's like not to have a home. You know, a home, man, is important. No matter how small it is, no matter how bare or meager, at the end of the day, you have the right to be able to say, I'm going home. And I don't care how funky of a day you had, man, if I could just get to my house, I don't care what it looked like. I don't care what the furniture looked like in there, but man, if I could just turn the key and shut the door and be in my house, that that's just a moment of relief. I didn't have that. I wouldn't got me. Your car is not a home. There ain't no moving around. Once you get in the front seat, you're pretty much there. It was very, very difficult, man, but uh, it put a determination in me, too, because I was determined. I was determined to be something. And my dreams of being a TV personality was bigger than, you know, I was homeless, man. I mean, you know, you're in a position where you're going, I got nowhere to go except up. I might as well keep hustling. I was in comedy. I just wasn't making nothing. All the money I was making, I was sending back home to my wife and kids. That didn't last long. She got tired of that real fast. But I couldn't go back to Cleveland because I wouldn't have enough money to drive back down south to perform. One time I drove to the house in Cleveland. I finally got enough money. I drove to the house in Cleveland and everybody was gone. I didn't see my kids for almost two years. I ain't see her, nothing. So they just left, boarded up the house. So I said, okay, I ain't got nowhere to go. <laughs> so next thing you know, I'm in the car. I lived there, but it taught, me, it taught me determination, man. I'm a really, really determined person. It also taught me that no matter what happens to you, it ain't over. It ain't over. Ain't no such a thing as over. As long as God wakes you up, that means he ain't through with you yet. And if he wakes you up, you got a shot to correct it and get it right. And he kept waking me up. So I figured, okay, God wakes you up. That also means that he has something for you that you've yet to receive. So as long as he was waking me up, I figured what else? He can't take nothing else from me. I ain't got nowhere to stay. So I, I just I just kept asking. It drew me closer to it. Because I had nothing else, <laughs> you know. But I'm that type of person, and he knew that about me. He had to take everything from me to get my undivided attention. So he did it. He took it, stripped me down. I needed, I needed to pay attention to him. I had to remember what my mama taught me as a Sunday school teacher. So he took everything from me. And I had nothing but him. So I just talked to him all the time. I got, I got real strong in that car. You know, I learned a lot of stuff in that car. I think humility was, was a thing that I learned. Humility. Don't deviate. Don't procrastinate. Don't become frustrated. All you have to do to win this battle is stay on track. There are moments that try the human soul so violently, so perplexing, that if the truth were told, all of us have had moments that we wanted to throw up our hands and walk away. Discouragement can creep in secretly, hide behind clothes, makeup, hairdos. Discouragement is so bold that it will even hide behind a smile. It will always ride to work with you. And if it doesn't catch a ride going to work, it'll catch a ride on the way back home. Discouragement will go into a tent, to a garage apartment. It'll go into a subsidized living. It will walk right into a section eight neighborhood. It will come in, but, but, but don't think that it stops there. Discouragement will walk right into a middle-class house and sit down at the dining room table and have a cup of coffee early in the morning. It won't just stop there. It'll go in a mansion and sit on the side of a jacuzzi, stick his feet in the hot tub and tell you life is not worth living. If you listen at discouragement, it will cause you to make bad decisions. It will cause you to think that life is not worth living and secretly behind the facade of a smile and a good morning and a praise the Lord and a how are you, you will wonder if you're ever going to get out of what you're into. 
Particularly painful is discouragement in the life of the believer. Because as we travel from season to season, it is not just the perils that we face, but it is seeing the wicked go forward while the righteous are held back. I want to talk to you today about no more distractions. The older we get, the more we realize we're not going to be here forever. Life is flying by. Seems like just the other day I was in high school. Now that I'm 35, I think, where has this time gone? I'm kidding y'all, I'm 39. When you realize how fast time is going, it should bring a sense of urgency, a sense of focus. Your assignment has an expiration date. Your time on this earth is not unlimited. When Jesus was about to be crucified, the scripture says he set his face toward Jerusalem because his hour had come. No more going to the desert, feeding the 5,000. No more waiting for the woman at the well. No more stopping by Zacchaeus' house for dinner. Those things were fine for a season, but now he didn't have time for distractions. His hour had come. God is saying to you, your hour has come. If you're going to reach your highest potential, you have to do like Jesus and set your face. You can't be distracted by things that are keeping you from your purpose. You don't have time to waste worried about what people think about you. Your time is too valuable to respond to every critic, every negative comment, try to convince people that you really are okay. Those are distractions. Everyone is not going to like you. Everyone's not going to accept you. Quit trying to convince someone to understand you that's determined to misunderstand you. Some people don't want to be for you, and that's okay. You don't need them to fulfill your destiny. But the enemy would love for us to spend time and energy trying to win someone over that's never going to be won over. You have to set your face. The people that need to be for you will be for you. God has already lined up the right people. People that will celebrate you. People that will cheer you on. People that stick with you through thick and thin. But too often, we're trying to convince people to be our friend, and convince them to spend time with us. But if someone doesn't see the gift that you are, if they don't recognize your talents, value your friendship, do yourself a favor and move on. No offense, but they are not a part of your destiny. You don't have to play up to people, let them manipulate you, hope that they call. Maybe they'll include you in their group. Oh, the people God has for you don't have to be talked into liking you. You won't be able to keep them away. They'll light up when you walk in the room. They can't wait to spend time with you. They'll go out of their way to do you favor. Now don't waste another minute trying to convince someone to like you, to call you, to come see you. If you have to talk them into it, they are not for you. They are a distraction. Well, Joel, these people at work are saying negative things about me. They're trying to make me look bad. It's not your job to straighten them out. Let God fight your battles. Let God be your vindicator. You're not supposed to engage in every conflict. Don't fight battles that are not between you and your destiny. Most of the things that come against us are simply distractions. You have to keep your face set. It takes discipline to say, I am not going to respond, not going to waste my valuable time. I have a destiny to fulfill. My hour has come. Proverbs says, avoiding a fight is a mark of honor. It's easy to get in conflict, upset, offended, want to pay people back. That doesn't take any discipline. Avoiding a fight, not taking the bait, not being drawn into conflict, that takes your face being set. The next time something comes against you, 
ask yourself, is this a battle worth fighting or is it simply a distraction? That person that cut you off in traffic, is it worth getting upset over when you're never going to see them again? That coworker that leaves you out, doesn't give you credit. Do you think they can stop your destiny? That somehow they're more powerful than what God has ordained for you? They're distractions. The only way they can hinder you is if you get baited into conflict. Best thing you could do, ignore it. Don't give it the time of day. When David heard Goliath taunting the Israelites, he asked what the reward was for killing the giant. He didn't just run out and fight him because he was saying negative things. Sure, David didn't like that, but he understood this principle. He didn't get involved in battles that weren't between him and his destiny. They told him whoever killed the giant would get the king's daughter as his wife and their family would be exempt from taxes. With that one victory, David's whole family line would change. They would go from a low-income family of shepherds to royalty. They would be in the king's family. David thought, this is a battle worth engaging. This is worth spending my time and energy. I'm not saying to be passive and don't fight any battles. I'm saying to look at what the spoils are. Will it just feed your ego? You paid them back. You made them look bad. Or will it propel you into your destiny? We fight too many battles that don't matter. They're talking about me. I'm going to go straighten them out. After you straighten them out, someone else will start talking. Here's what I've learned. Nobody talks about people that aren't doing anything. Nobody tries to discredit someone that doesn't have any influence. Faith is the belief in things that you cannot see. You can never lose faith. That's the key. You have to believe in something that you can't see. You have to believe when you don't see no way how. You have to buckle down and keep believing. Everything God wants you to have, he puts it in your imagination. Albert Einstein said, imagination is everything. It's the preview to life's coming attractions. Everything you imagine is God showing you a preview of a coming attraction he has for you. And he puts it in your imagination so you can see what he got for you. So if you've been imagining that you're going to be rich one day, it's because God wants you to be rich. Now, when you going to ask him for it and are you going to wait for it to happen? Or are you going to lose faith? I've been wanting to be on TV since I was 10 years old. You know how old I was before I got on TV? 38. 28 years after I wrote it on the paper. I won't be on TV. It took me 28 years to get on TV. But it happened at an appointed time. I just never gave up the faith. I kept going because I didn't know how to quit. Because I know if I quit, it cannot happen. But if you stay with it, if you stay with it, you have no idea what can happen for you. But you got to stay with it, man. You can't quit because get hard. You, you can't quit, man. You got to stay with it. It's somebody having it way harder than you, and they didn't give up. Will there be some times that you want to give up? Yes. When you get into a tight spot and everything goes against you until it seems that you cannot hold on for a minute longer, never give up then. But that is just the place and time that the tide will turn. Never give up then, and that is so important. When you're working on doing the things you want to do and fulfilling your dream, and things happen, there are times when your energy feels so depleted that you want to give up that it looks just totally impossible. And I can tell you from my own personal experience, 
Don't give up then. That's when you've got to fall forward, when life is kicking dirt in your face. Don't give up then. That's when most people turn back. If you've decided that this is what you want to do, you've got to become courageous to stand up within yourself, to face it and step forward. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You cannot stop. You cannot quit. Someone you in this room, you are not able to activate your greatness because every time a trial or tribulation comes, fall and give up. Every time somebody calls you and tells you you can't do it, you take it personal. Every time somebody tells you you don't have what it takes, you embrace it. And now you've got to stand up to it.